0: RPG lessons learned. When the game is over, when your players are gone, that's when lessons are learned. Hi, Brian. Hey, Dusty. How's it going? I'm <laughs> doing well. How are you? Good. Mike, how are you? Good. How are you? Can't complain. Welcome to RPG lessons learned, the show where we recap our old sessions so that you can learn from our mistakes. And I said old sessions. I shouldn't have. This just happened at Mace. So if, if you listen to RPG and you think, my God, Dusty talks a lot. You're right, but for this episode, hopefully, you'll be wrong because I didn't play in this game. No. I'm gonna be asking Mike and Brian about a about a game they played in.
1: In fact, you actually waited for us to, at this game until past midnight to finish playing. Yeah, oh, this that's game. right. Yeah, yep.
0: yeah, because yep. my game had finished up. Um, so tell me about this game that you guys played in. It was it was. Are we even gonna say the name of the game?
1: Yeah, let's do it. I mean, I I don't have any negative things to say about it except for one. Um, the description of the game said it was a Savage Worlds game that was about gummy bears. Yep. And I thought, oh my god, it's a gummy bears game! So awesome! And we got to the game, and gummy bears was a euphemism for a drug drug. Yeah, and it had it, it. It was like it was, gonna, it was the gummy bear police is the way that the description read, and that's not at all what it was.
0: Yeah, it's, it's literally called Raleigh Police Glow Squad Case of the Gummy Bears.
1: I yep. thought it was going to be awesome,
2: and it was. <laughs> it, it was a lot of fun. So I think right off the bat, I think the the takeaway there is be careful how you name your game in a con system. Right. So if if you give your name kind of a an offbeat, quirky kind of feel. Make sure you're offering up an offbeat quirky game and not a hard-boiled cop drama. A
1: hard-boiled cop drama with mutant powers that takes place in Raleigh, North Carolina.
2: <laughs> yes. That sounds pretty quirky to me. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, 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 I'd say that was fair. There there were a couple of things that I have some negative feedback on, but I'm I'm going to try not to. It's constructive. to Yeah, to dwell on that too much. But
0: uh, So let's try to divide up the conversation a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so first of all, right out of the gate, lesson learned. Be, if you're going to GM a game at con, you have very limited space. Presumably the con is using Ogre, the online game registration tool, to, to run the con. And you have very limited space in Ogre to market your game. You have a title and a description and then some like ratings and sliders, but the only open text you have is the title and the description. So yep. you're saying right out of the gate, if the title had been different, you it would have aligned your expectations better. Yes. I or probab- set your expectations better.
1: Or I probably wouldn't have wanted to play this game
2: yeah if i had known what glow squad was maybe that would have been a little more maybe that was my fault for not being familiar with savage worlds and the extension in savage worlds that was implemented and the thing is i'm glad i played it yeah so that's not oh, a negative yeah. but yeah.
1: i if i had realized what i was signing up for i probably wouldn't have played it but i'm glad that i did
0: okay yeah so be careful about expectations when, when you gm a game at con all right Let me ask you guys. I'm going to ask about just three different things Um, the just the game. Sorry, the system, the game and the GM. Okay. so let's talk about each one of those. So first of all, the system. This was your first experience with Savage Worlds. Absolutely. Yes. How 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 is Savage Worlds?
1: Go first. I really like it with one exception. Savage Worlds is based around like a playing card motif, a poker motif. And the way the mechanic works, I really like and I have a lot of fun, but I hate the motif. Like everything is based around playing cards that could easily just be done with like a random <laughs> with a dice uh, with with a D20.
0: So as we drove home where I had run a game that we'll talk about next week and you had played in this game as we drove home, you said, and I quote, love the system. I wish they drop all the poker trappings. Yes, exactly.
1: Yeah. Uh, didn't I mean it doesn't make sense why you do it other than just differentiate it from a d20 system it's honestly the only thing it feels like what i really like is so what are the poker trappings so one you do your uh initiative based on a playing
2: card so it's you sometimes 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 so so before before we get into much of that let me give my brief feedback yeah yeah, yeah. i liked it and i enjoyed it i still don't. I have no clue really how anything really worked in that system. They explained things to me, and I just kind of nodded and was like, okay. So, okay. So, I was it the fact when you
1: hit, or when you, um, I don't even remember the terminology. It was
2: like a hit and a bang and yeah. an
1: up. So, like, like critting in this, like, if you're using, a, like, a and d term, like, if you crit, what happens is you, if you score a certain level, you roll again. You get another roll. Yep and if you if you roll with yeah, the, the then, dice explode yeah the dice yeah. explode when yeah, you yeah. when you go and you could explode in like on a, on a d6 or a d actually the scale changes based on what you're doing so yeah. if my character is skilled in telekinesis i may roll a d a d8 or a d10 or a 12 or a d20 if, so if you roll like in the top uh quartile or whatever you you explode, and you can get to roll again. So you can get a really high number based on rolling. It's it, And again, that's kind of like playing uh, one of those fancy digital uh, um, s- slot machines, really, because yep. they
2: often work the same way. So it's just more gambling motifs. Yep. And, and then once you figure that out, then there's something with bennies, where bennies are a stack mm-hmm. of poker chips, but then we were playing a different modified benny system where the GM was just kind of like, i'll spin these bennies for you to keep the story moving yeah that was a weird
0: oh so and, yeah really okay here's what i'm so for everyone at home who's freaking out because we don't <laughs> understand savage worlds
2: <laughs> sorry
0: the takeaway isn't that you need to email us and explain savage worlds because i'm i'm our next game is going to be in savage worlds and i've been listening to, t- to tutorials so um brian the dice only explode when they roll the max if you roll a six on a d6 they explode if you roll a eight on a d8 they explode
1: we may have played it. It was a seven or an eight, like on a d8.
0: And then that was him. That, yeah. that, that's not the game. And we we always and, and, rolled the, a, and the Benny's thing. That's him. We, we always, that's not the game.
2: We also rolled the 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 core dice for the skill and also a d6. Yeah, and the d6 either is, that, either that, could that, explode. that's your wild card dice.
0: Okay, I think either could
2: explode yep. for some but, reason. But but then yeah.
0: you get the highest number from whichever one rolled the highest number. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Including yes. the explosions. Yep. Yes. So, so I've been forgetting. watching a lot of tutorials, and it sounds like here's what happened. Sounds like this guy kind of house-ruled it, and he house-ruled the bennies, and he house-ruled the dice rolls to explode more often, and basically he house-ruled it to the point where, because you'd never played it...
2: I didn't understand it. ...you got lost. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I think that's pretty accurate. The bennies were the thing I didn't
0: get. It'd be like trying... (laughs) I'm going to use a terrible example. It'd be like trying to learn Starship Maintenance on the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, like ordinarily, here's what you do, but I customized the hell out of this. So here's what we're gonna do.
2: And, and that was actually great because one of the guys at the table with us was was very entrenched in the system, and I think he actually knew the guy offhand, and they had played in a bunch of games together. Uh, and you mean the guy to my left or the guy the guy to your left?
1: No, he didn't know them. He that that he th- didn't know. He him? did not. Oh, the two, the DM and GM and the guy beside
2: of him, they knew each other. They knew each other. But the guy beside of me did not. Okay. Wow. So. Anyway, he would he would kind of take us aside and explain to us in terms of what was happening and the skills and the system. And I was very appreciative that he did. it. Yeah, I really liked him, but I still didn't understand it.
0: <laughs> so another another player was trying to help you understand the the, the customized he millennium. He was very Falcon.
1: passionate about the system. Yeah, yeah. He, he he was a really good guy too.
0: And and let's be to their credit, because I like to keep it positive. To their credit, you guys were intrigued enough that when I sent you three possible games for our next campaign.
2: I'm still interested in playing Savage Worlds.
0: Yes. I, I, yes. Uh, I don't want to use poker cards. I
1: want to use, because I think that's silly. Or chips. Or yeah. chips. I mean, chip, I will
2: try
0: to figure out point. a way to, to, to Millennium Falcon our game. Yeah. Into not being Savage Worlds anymore, but.
1: <laughs> but I, I enjoyed it. I, I like the exploding of the dice. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, it was an interesting mechanic. Uh, I, I like that. Um, But I mean, when it boils down to it, though, it's basically a D20 system. Yeah. with with all sorts of dice in it that, well
0: it's a dice pool system it's a
1: dice pool system, so, you know whatever yeah. you want to call it yeah, yeah so
0: all right so system let me see easy to learn um, <laughs> no maybe <laughs> maybe but not in this environment
2: not not a not, con not at a con not yeah.
0: well maybe at a con but not at a con where, where the GM is customized
2: that's that's a good point
0: because yeah. him saying i mean Based on the tutorials that I've watched, I'm no expert yet, but him just saying, I'm going to spend Benny's for you.
2: Mm. I, I think the other thing of it, too, was we were playing an extension to Savage Worlds. So not only did we need to figure out base Savage Worlds, but now we also have this super mutant superhero. Hero
0: well, it's designed so that hacks fit on top of it. Yeah. Savage Worlds is designed to do that. To be hacked. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Is it designed to take place in Raleigh? <laughs> <laughs>
2: that was weird.
0: It's a generic system so yes. All the Raleigh landmarks Arbitrary and everything.
2: Raleigh landmarks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, I'm not from Raleigh. This isn't benefiting an- me.
0: An- anything else about the system about Savage Worlds? You you, you got enough of a taste that you want to try more of it. Yep. But you didn't pick it up at this particular table.
1: Yeah, most of my other thoughts are around the the GMing of the game.
0: Okay. Yeah, let, yeah, let, yeah. Let's let's talk about let's talk about the game itself. Okay. And not the GM yet, but just yep, the game. The game. Yep. Um it's a con game. Did you have any props or handouts?
2: There was a little sticker badge from the Raleigh PD where, a real, yeah, yeah. So, so, so this GM was was friends with the Raleigh Police Department. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was actually kind of cool. And he came in with like a, a a stack of the little stickers that they hand out to kids on patrol. It was like that's the fun. Bell. Yeah, he handed those out, and then each of us had a Manila folder that had a uh, character sheet. And then a uh, a player questionnaire. I'm that glad you mentioned out. that because I'm gonna pull my character sheet out right now. I, I regret I didn't bring mine. I, I forgot that. But uh, there's a character sheet that we filled out, and then or no a character sheet that was pre-filled out, and then a player questionnaire that helped us establish our characters before and game. and, and uh, relationships with other characters. So, for
1: example, yeah. like I, I actively disliked one of the other characters at the table. Yep. And I and he had to tell and I had to tell him why. Yeah. So that was kind of funny.
2: I thought that was actually very beneficial as well. So kind of encounter to our call of cthulhu game where we were dictated these relationships. The relationship was dictated but you actively communicated with the person you had a relationship with to define that. And it came up it didn't come up though in the game. Like I I yeah. like I begrudgingly because
1: I didn't like the guy but he he made sense. I begrudgingly went along with him. Yeah. I tried to squeeze that into my RPing but you know, it wasn't much. It was
2: a good idea, but execution could have been better. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah.
0: So, so props handouts. Uh, was the story good? Like, was it satisfying? Did it have a beginning, middle, and an end? It did, but we kind of rushed yeah. to the end.
1: Yeah, we had to rush through the end. So basically, there was a drug
0: that. Uh, oh, no, 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 don't, don't do spoilers, right? But yeah. but just
1: I don't think I don't I don't expect that anybody is going to play. It. This is like a house game. Like the odds of somebody actually.
2: Playing this game is so low. I hear you, and we don't have to spoil it. It was it was a generic cop drama. Basically, there was a new drug. We were cops. It was our goal to find the suppliers of the drug and eliminate the drug from the streets.
1: So the guy that was beside of me that we liked, it he. He he basically played a wise cracking detective that was basically out of, you know, I mean, he's a stereotypically wise cracking detective. But he brought so much energy to it that yeah. I stopped rolling my eyes and I just got into it. Yeah. But it was just preposterous that you had this hard-boiled yet crazy guy who just happens to be have superpowers on the Raleigh police force.
2: It, it was kind of like if you took an episode of Law & Order SVU, stirred in a little Miami Vice, and then stirred in a little X-Men. And, and, a lot,
1: and a lot and a lot of cocaine and
2: a lot of cocaine and it kind of worked.
1: That, that sounds great. That yeah. sounds fun.
2: Yeah, no, it, it was fun. There, there was a lot of good about the game. So <laughs> that's a
1: great way of putting it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, just, I, I just wrap my
1: head around that. Yeah, you're right. All
0: right how how was combat?
1: Did you Using? did you have
2: any combat? We, did we uh, technically uh, did I no at the. <laughs> at the end technically no i didn't even really get to fight anyone because i'm a telekinesis guy and apparently i can't use my powers of telekinesis so that's that's actually a third piece of negative did feedback I, that did I, had. I think my the combat that i
1: got to do was effectively me trying to negate the powers of the uh, of the of the enemy that i encountered and I was able to just through physics cause we actually had to employ things like momentum and stuff like that yep. in in the combat the way it worked out and basically we ended up having figuring out how to get him down and how to keep him down by like increasing the mass yeah oh the the other guy increased had increased his mass because he was a he was a grower yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: okay time out time out time out I I. I I'm picking I'm getting Nick signals from you guys tense. <laughs> I'm getting signals that things were really fun and it kinda worked and you wanted to do more such I mean, I I'm, I'm let's do this. Rate the game for me one through ten. And think of your number first and, and when you're ready. Are you ready?
1: So this game like the game this, itself. This this session system, at Con. And, system and all.
0: System uh, and all. Overall, Just overall, overall give me a numeric score one to ten. Seven. Seven, Brian. Six.
2: Six. Wow. Okay. I, I would have figured you would have been higher than me. No, because we hadn't, we sat there for an hour. So that's, that's what I was waiting to hold back on. Okay. Just, just go for it. Okay. So we were having a great time. We were for like the first two hours of the game. And then for some reason, and, and, and my main feedback is that this is going to be, this is, this is a horrible thing to do at con. It's, it's, it's a great scenario for doing at home. And we've done it a million times. But the GM intentionally split the party. So the two players, the two players that weren't us were very physical. One was a blaster. One was a giant hulky guy who could literally grow to infinite sizes and proportions, literally a hard on tank. So they were two very physical guys. We were two very mental guys. I was a telekinesis guy and Brian was like a super robotics engineer hacker guy. Yeah. So two physical guys, two mental guys. There was literally a split in the storyline where the two physical guys went to go... Uh, investigate some gas stations and some shops and then an apartment building and the two mental guys went to go question some geneticist dna oh god lawyer i don't even know college professor guy professor at
1: nc state in a
2: specific building yep
0: so, so, so here's what i just heard yeah i just heard that in the x-men yep um Wolverine and Colossus went one way. Yes. While, 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 while oh, Beast, Beast and Kitty Pride went, went the, the other, other way. way. And I know which group I'd rather be in.
2: Yes. So Beast and Kitty Pride got two pages where Colossus and Wolverine got the whole rest of the issue. So it was literally they got to do their thing for like an hour while we just sat there because oh. there was nothing for us to do. It oh. killed the entire momentum of the game for me. Enough that by the time it was time for me to be back and re-engaged in the game, I didn't want to be. Literally
0: literally an hour, or are you exaggerating? No, literally 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 an hour. hour. Literally an hour. How can, man, that's 25, as a GM, as a GM at con, yep. that is 25% of your players' experience with you. Yep. That's. And even if there's a legitimate reason to split the party, which, hey, there might be. Maybe. Why not just check back in on them?
2: That that was kind of the thing. There, there was literally nothing to check us back about. We 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 exhausted our storyline in literally. 15 so he minutes. was so
0: married to no, but these guys are already here, and you're like an hour away. Yep. He was so married to that kind of logistics. That it he- would have
2: been so easy to pull us back in because we're superheroes, and it's Raleigh. Raleigh's not a huge town. I had a, I had a jet. I had a jetpack. You had a jetpack. I could have like ridden on your back. I could have called an Uber. <laughs> In real life, and been from one side of Raleigh to the other in like Raleigh's, twenty minutes. Raleigh is a lot of sprawl. It's a lot of sprawl. It's a lot of sprawl, but it's not that. It has of great. Town.
0: It, there's great infrastructure there. Though. You can
2: you can get on the interstate and be from one side of Raleigh to the other in ten minutes. So
0: you, yeah, the bypass. Anyway, if traffic um,
2: doesn't suck. Sorry. So which it does. So
0: Raleigh's geography aside, twenty five percent of your you two of your experience was sitting on
2: your thumbs. Yep. Oh, that's that's what was so. And you were
0: having a great time up until that, right? Yeah. Oh, how heartbreaking! That's heartbreaking.
2: Yeah. And then it was like, did did
0: he did he bring you back in?
1: Because he had to. uh, No, I don't think it's because he had to. He tried to bring us back in, but to Mike's point. It was really hard to get back in after that.
2: He he brought us in at the last encounter. Because so he
0: recognized, oh, no. The story worked out that way. No, the story. story
2: worked that way. Okay. His, his lines drew back together because I mean, it was it, the it, final it, encounter. It, like, think, think of,
1: like, I think you mentioned it, uh, SV or something, Law and Order. So two characters go, they have a shootout, while the other two character, like, other characters from the show are, like, printing Reports. We were printing reports, and that's literally what we were doing.
2: Yep. Fact, and, and what we did didn't even really matter because the other two guys found the information we needed to continue the story arc. Yeah.
0: All right. So give me give me some more. I need I need some more one through ten ratings based purely on the first two hours. Now give me a one through ten rating. Eight. Eight. And before seven. it was a seven, so it moved. So it moved both of you up one. I'm going to say seven. It moved both of you up one point. So he lost a point. On a 10-point scale, he lost 10% of of you by sidelining you for 25% of the game.
1: I know. Yeah, I was overwhelmingly positive, but I was overwhelmingly positive about the system because I I thought the system was phenomenal. I thought the story
2: was okay, and I thought the people at the table were good. We're good, yeah. No, we had a really good table group. It was was a really fun group. Considering that we were down a person, it was fantastic that we could carry this game between the four of us. So, so. Mike,
0: you, you had a game where the first half of it was an eight. Yep. The overall game was still a seven.
2: I was maybe being. You learned a I, new you're being generous. I was I was being generous. I didn't want to be mean. Um, the second half of that game literally would be a three, a three.
0: Yeah. Okay. It it. I mean, it's better. So a seven it's and a three.
2: Better than our Call of Cthulhu game. Much
1: better than our Call of Cthulhu game. But but it, yeah. I mean, it was.
0: But you learned something. Like you you took away some Savage Worlds knowledge. Yes. Yep. So tell me, this GM, when he got it right, what could I learn from this GM? During the first two hours when you, when you rated it an eight, what could I take away from him? He
1: was, so I would, I'll say this, and not that you're not this. Sure. But he was very, in my mind, very descriptive. Like I could picture everything he said. Yeah. Where oftentimes, like in a game, I have a good idea. Like in, in this, I had a very concrete idea of where everything was, what he was talking about. That, but that may just be because it's not a low or a high fantasy setting. It, it's because it's like modern day.
0: Well, and it, it, that's good feedback. You're right. I don't do a lot of imagery for a couple of reasons, and I, and I've got to rethink this. This is not me justifying it. This is me saying why, and I, and I've got to rethink it. Um, I don't do a lot of imagery because I can't. If if this combat's going to end today, if this combat's going to end today, I better be doing it's, some math. It, it's
1: not even. It's not even that. Sure,
0: but but also um, I rely on my. On my pre-printed maps and tiles to supply a lot. Did of he the even have?
1: He didn't. It was all theater. No, of the it
0: was mind. all theater of the mind. Okay. Yeah. Compare his theater of the mind to my theater of the mind. Compare the uh, compare his theater of the mind to when we ran that prison escape game. Were my descriptions still not as rich?
1: No. It's I, I don't. It's not that it's not as rich. It's that I am biased because I know what the inside of a mall looks like.
0: Yeah. Uh, I I know what a ditch looks like. No, but I want to learn from this guy. So what did he do that was that was so? Great. He like, said it in. He said it in
1: 2017.
2: <laughs> in Raleigh, in North in, with in Carolina. In that I've been to.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: So, so to your Twitter, to to your Twitter post, we're going to have to have everything in Washington D.C. from now on. Sorry. <laughs> yes. You like that, huh? That was good. Yeah, yeah. I, lo- I look forward to our games in Ashington.
0: <laughs> Ashington, Turling, and Baltimore. Yeah. I don't think. Anyway, you wouldn't pick up on it.
2: <laughs> no, not at all.
0: <laughs> so, and we've been there. Mike and I spent a lot of time in yeah. in in Turling and Baltimore.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've actually spent quite a bit of time in DC now too. So fair
1: yeah. enough. I I have not. I've been to DC once. I've been to Baltimore <laughs> once. <laughs> and there are a lot of homeless people. I'm sorry, there are a lot of
0: homeless people. So b- description's good. I can learn from this guy by by maybe using more modern parlance and, and better descriptions. What else could I learn from this guy during the first two hours that were great?
2: Um, he he so, he was very enthusiastic. Go ahead. He was very enthusiastic, but the other thing that I, I think he was using the Benny system to help him move the story along. So I don't know if you could actually learn from him, or if you're just doing a different way of what he Every, was also. Doing. Everything doesn't have to be statistical, right?
1: I mean, right. he was he was basi- It was basically like. Uh, roll like every decision or whatever he would roll instead of just, it was up to his, uh, uh, discretion to do whatever.
0: So wait, am I, am I learning from that as no. far as what to do or is that a, what not to do That's what not to do. What not to do. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you feel like you were allowed on the dice too much. Everything was, st- yeah.
2: everything was statistical. Yep. Yep. And he was literally using that pile of bennies to progress the story. So if, if he felt like we failed to achieve the thing we needed to achieve to move the system on. He would take a Benny out of the pile and then just do like a gimme instead of letting just whatever happened, happen. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. It
0: sounds like it took away a lot of player choice. Hey, yeah. There's a lack of agency. There was but, a but you of said agency. it went great for the first two hours. Was he doing that for the first two hours?
1: It was. It was mostly transparent. Yeah. Because again, it was like I. So you need to do this. He would roll, and then he would say, "Okay, here." Like it was. It was almost completely transparent. Yeah.
0: Because he would roll, he'd throw a Benny from one pile to another, and then he'd tell you what your new target yeah. number was. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. I mean it was it was a good game. We had fun. There there were some issues. I think a lot of it does come kind of from how he was running the game. Again, I don't want to be too hard on him. I think what he, oh, he was did, great. I think what he did would have been great for a home game, but for a con. I, I he was he so a great Mike, guy.
0: How about you, Mike? Anything I could learn from him during the first two hours when he when he nailed it?
2: Is it okay to say no? Yeah, sure. I think I'm going to say no. Yeah, I agree.
0: Okay. So imagery, and I'll think about the imagery, because I, I do rely on props, and Brian, I hear you on the 2017 parlance. Um, I'll think about that.
1: Can we do our next game in North Wilkesboro?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. You guys would know it so much better than I do. Would, car- no, no,
1: no, it could be in your old apartment.
2: My character would oh, so many
1: taters. Holy taters. taters. Yes. Hey, you know, if I ever DM a game, it'll be set in North
2: Wilkesboro. I'm looking forward to that.
1: I'll, 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 I'll start on it. I'll start on it. This, I'll start it this weekend.
2: <laughs> you should DM a game as Brian Happy Day, I and think you should I th- make that I, an episode. I think I could. I think you should. That'd be
0: awesome. So for I those agree. of you who don't know, Brian has another podcast called Happy Day. Is it just Happy Day or Happy, happy Day in hap, Happy Daily. Happy Daily.
1: Oh, it's daily.
0: It's a daily podcast it's by Brian. It's a daily podcast. And it's you, it's you playing an exaggerated version of yourself from your hometown.
1: It's Yeah, assume that I never... Um, I never ventured forth and left Wilkes County and realized that there was more to Wilkes County than Holly Taters. I love the show. I enjoy so, doing
0: it. I, I encourage folks that him to listen. All right.
1: Hey, BrianKilby.com slash Xmas 2017 to get your free Christmas album. Ooh, Absolutely. good call. Yes. And by, na- by now, Christmas is over. And okay. it's
0: Brian Kilby as Brian Kilby.
1: Yeah. It's, it's Happy Day, Brian Kilby. It's Happy yeah. Day,
0: Brian Kilby. All right. Anything else to say about this game?
2: Nope. No. All right.
0: Me either. I wasn't there.
2: Don't split the party.
0: Don't split the party. <laughs> <laughs> well, split the party, but my god, check back in on them. Yeah,
2: especially at a con. Don't don't leave players sitting on their thumbs for an hour. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's
0: fair. That, I mean, that, that's that's a huge yeah, takeaway that seems obvious. But you know, I empathize for him and I empathize because if you're trying to play this really pure version of a story and keep things really pure yeah. and be like, "No, no, no, that's not realistic." Yeah. Then I could see where he'd fall into that trap. But you gotta remember, it's a con game and you gotta do some hand waving so that everyone has a good time. Absolutely. You're trying to show everyone a good time. Yep. I mean, if your goal were to perfectly simulate the inner workings of a police investigation, you probably wouldn't be playing Savage Worlds in the first place. So,
2: with once superhero you, mutants. With superhero
0: mutants. So, once you make that caveat to throw realism out the window, you might as well keep making caveats to make the game fun for everyone. Yep. Okay. Well, hey, thank you for listening. Um, we have one more one, yeah, one more Mace session to talk about. So next week, I'll talk about the game that I ran, where I ran Medieval Avengers again at Mace. And I'm going to be honest, it did not go well. It was kind of a train wreck. So if you thought I was really tooting my own horn in the Terror on the Katara episode, contrast it with this episode where I really screwed up. And uh, I'll talk pretty openly about that next episode. But, hey, I learned a lot of lessons. I learned a lot from it. And I'm going to be down. You know, we've made fun of other GMs. I'm going to be really hard on myself next time. So look forward to that. Thank you for listening. People call them postmortems, evaluations, appraisals, reviews, retrospectives. We call them lessons learned. And we're sharing ours with you.